Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one is for Lightyear. I'm your host Matthew and uh, yeah, today I went back to my, my happy place. Um, my happy place is being in a cinema watching Toy Story content. Uh, we're going to start off spoiler free and then get into uh, the spoiler stuff later. That Those sections will probably be relatively equal but um yeah um it's uh, where do i want to start um i want to say thank you to pixar um thank you to pixar for keeping keeping this franchise in my life um i posted something on facebook and for those of you that follow us on twitter at uh, etalk uk i'm going to post the same thing later to twitter as well um I I don't ever want Pixar to stop making Toy Story films. Um, they they hold such a special place with me, and it's it, it's such a the 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 way I feel when I'm watching something Toy Story related, and even something a bit different like Lightyear. Of course, it is a spin off of Toy Story. Um, n- n- nothing else. I mean, I love The Last of Us. I love Crash Bandicoot. I love Spider Man. I love the MCU. Sometimes I love DC. <laughs> uh, I still love Batman. Um, Toy Story makes me just feel a different way than a- a- anything else does. And to circle this background to the main film, um, the same feelings, really. It's just I I love it to and to focus more specifically on Buzz himself. I just love this character so much. I really, really do, and for me, because I'm, I'm probably going to be viewing or did view Toy Story just it, it no, Lightyear, sorry, it, just in a different way to other people. Um, because I, I had my own particular way of watching this film, and what that was was okay. Buzz Lightyear, you know, is on a space mission there's these group of people with him we've not met these characters before these other characters my main focus was seeing and concentrating on Buzz Lightyear himself because I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on the story and stuff in a minute and my thoughts on the actual other group of characters that we follow uh, Chris Evans nailed this role to a T um, because I, I did as a kid sort of wonder when I was watching like the, the Toy Story films and stuff and even when I'm when I was slightly older as well as to okay what what would a film be like if you took the human version of Buzz Lightyear put him put him in a functioning Space Ranger suit which is the sa- the same suit but like the real version right like the the human version, a space ranger version. What what happens when you put him in that and you put him on a space mission? And this this film answered that question perfectly, and I I, I couldn't have really asked for more in in terms of that. Um, I love this film. I thought it was awesome. Um, I I had a few small issues, but the thing for me with this with this experience, and and there was a there was a small adjusting period for me. Just simply because, okay, sure, I wanted to see you know the 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 human version 
of bars and what that would be like with him on a mission and him with like you know real weapons and and that sort of thing um because when in the toy story films buzz is using his laser it's just a light of course because it's a toy version um and i me- i mentioned in my preview as well um like i can't wait to see the the human um action scenes with this character which is also something i've wondered about like okay if buzz is jumping and rolling around all this kind of stuff and he's using his real laser and you've got the man in the same suit what does that look like and again i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed seeing that um and as always with toy Toy story i i got emotional um in certain scenes i mean for me the, the thing is with that i suppose for me to get emotional at something to do with Toy Story, it, it doesn't take a lot. Um, and you can take this, what I'm about to say, in whatever way, shape or form you want to. It w- it wouldn't have taken a lot for this film to make me happy, to, to make me impressed or to entertain me. It, it wouldn't have taken a lot. So in terms of those kinds of expectations, this film far succeeded um, those sorts of a- in, in those sorts of areas. Because there were, there were certain things again, like my my focus, my personal focus was on Buzz, on the mannerisms, what he says, if he says certain iconic lines, how he fits into like a real world situation and on on a space ranger mission and everything. Um, and when when those moments happened, when those things were happening, and he was doing his uh, in in a monologue to himself, I loved it so much. Um, even from him, because obviously, you know, Buzz Lightyear, the Star Command kind of thing. Um, even when he just says simple things like that. And kind of exploring that idea a little bit more as well. Because um, he kind of gets caught out a little bit, like, saying it. And he's like, hey, Buzz, what are you what are, what are you talking about? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that as well. That was so good to see. Um, yeah, because it's, it's funny with that, right? Like, that's almost the funny aspect of Buzz. Because whether it's the toy voiced by Tim Allen or the man the human version voiced by um, Chris Evans when he's doing his hey Buzz Lightyear the Star Command thing and he's he is kind of monologuing to himself and what's what's funny about that is it is completely pointless but it's such an important part of that character because he's not he's not saying that to anybody <laughs> right um, but um, it's so fun, and I, I smiled so much throughout this film. Um, see, I was gonna say I smiled throughout this entire film, but there was, of course, emotional moments where I wasn't smiling. But um, this film gave me the action that I wanted since I was a kid. You know, for the the, the full on human Buzz Lightyear action. It gave me that. Um, I had such a good time with this film. I I, I was smiling throughout most of it when Buzz is doing his lines, when Buzz is doing his mannerisms as a character. Um, and not even just his mannerisms and his lines, his attitude and his personality and Buzz's whole kind of like, I have to do this myself, I'm Buzz Lightyear kind of thing and how that was explored was, um, was really awesome as well. Um, I do have to say, by the way, just a quick little note, um, I did miss the opening two minutes or so, um, which is interesting because they, they play out a certain scene and then they say Pixar presents... I was like, oh, is this like a cold open kind of thing? So I I got there at that point, but I didn't get in there from like the Pixar jumping 
uh, intro and the, the light jumping intro sort of thing. Um, when this gets added to Disney+, Plus, I will of course watch those opening minutes because I'm not going to miss any Toy Story content, am I? Um, and if I have any extra thoughts, I'll mention them at a certain point. Um, of course, I can't go and view that now. But uh, yeah, I was unfortunately like two minutes late. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure if that was my fault or, or, or for something else that happened. But anyway. Um, so yeah, it's just... Uh, I hope Pixar never stops making Toy Story films. That's going to seem ridiculous to some of you. Um, but... It would be... It would be quite difficult... And again, I've got I've got my own special certain way of viewing Toy Story content. Um, some people out there might have similar ways of viewing it, but I've got my own kind of like way of viewing Toy Story content. Um, so yeah, but anyway, let's probably talk about the other qualities: uh, pacing, runtime, acting, story, all that sort of thing. Um, all very good. Uh, this only comes in about. I mean, Pixar films are never really that long anyway. It's not like this is a two and a half hour film that could have had forty five minutes chopped off. You, you, that's not what you're getting. Um, I could have gone for more. I, I could have absolutely gone for more. Um, I was going to mention something about that actually, but I'll, I'll save that for the spoiler section. There's something else I wanted to mention to do with Toy Story content, but I'll, I'll save that for the spoiler section. Um, but no. Uh, voice acting, of course you've got um, I haven't even brought up the cast list, you've got Kiki Palmer um, let me just look up Lights I usually do this before I start recording so apologies Light, yeah look at the cast, you've got Tahika Tahika Wahiti um, James Brolin Zerg, Chris Evans as, of course Buzz Lightyear um, Peter, I haven't even mentioned Socks yet, have I? Um, Socks was brilliant. Socks is really brilliant, and because I, I was kind of hearing from like you know when press and critics, if you want to call them that, started seeing this film obviously a bit early. A few sort of Twitter reviews sort of came out, and some of them started mentioning about Socks kind of steals the show, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to get too worried about that. I trust Pixar. I would say that Socks shares the limelight with Buzz, but for me, because I went in with a very specific like, I'm not even really bothered about what the story is or the other characters. I'm just I, I'm here to mainly observe Buzz. Socks didn't get in the way of any of that. Um, like, but when, when Buzz has his th- th- those moments that are so precious to me, and the moments that I appreciate, like when he's fighting Zerg or when he's delivering certain lines or when he's just doing certain things, Socks didn't get in the way of that at all, and I was very happy about that. Um, but Socks also does get his um, moments to shine, definitely, um, and th- th- those are sort of great moments or on their own as well. Um, but no, I, I thought that was really well balanced. Of course, Socks has got moments, um, by himself and everything, like the, the, the tech things that Socks is doing and everything. Um, but I still got those moments that I wanted as Buzz. N- n- nothing sort of distracted or took away, uh, from any of that. Um, who else have you got in here? You've got, uh, Darby. Um, so if I'm to talk about the, the rest of the group, right? Because I've talked about Buzz. I, I loved everything that happened with Buzz in this film. 
I'm going to get into certain moments in, in the spoiler section with that. Um, initially, it, it took a bit of getting used to the rest of the group. I will say that. Um, Izzy as Kiki Palmer is a, a big standout in this group. And you've got Mo and you've got um, Darby as well. And I I kind of like the way it plays out because Izzy's got more scenes with Buzz and Mo and Darby have got their kind of scenes together. Obviously, they've all got scenes as a group. It took a bit of getting used to some of the characters. Of course, they're brand new characters. You're not talking about like Woody or Jesse or, you know, you know um, Rex or anything like that. So... I I think the thing that helped me to get into those characters was when Buzz was with them. Because there are certain moments when those characters are kind of on their own a bit. And I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is good. I I don't mind what's happening here. But I want Buzz on screen, like, constantly. Um, But again, none of the other characters sort of of distracted or got in the way of anything else. Um so I thought I thought like in terms of screen time I suppose what I'm saying there I thought that was balanced really well. So I, I had no issues with that. Uh pacing again this film is paced very very well, not too slow, not too sort of fast. Didn't speed through things too much. Um so yeah, I, I, I liked all that sort of aspect and everything that was good. Uh, writing it's Pixar so writing's phenomenal. Um the emotional moments with this film are fantastic. I did tear up a few times. Um, so that was brilliant. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, what else do I want to mention? Spoiler free. Um, just just keep giving me co- Toy Story content. Honestly, like... There is... I was going to say about some of the theories out there. But that needs to be saved for the spoiler section as well. Um... I mean, even in my... If you look at my podcast called uh, Ideas for Toy Story's Future, I mention, like, four or five things that you can do. And one of the more kind of obvious things is, like, hey, you did Lightyear for Buzz. Could you do, like, a Woody's Roundup type of thing? You absolutely could. I don't know what that would be like. Because the the difference here with that is, okay, you have a Space Ranger guy. It's called Buzz Lightyear. This is the film that, that Andy saw as a child. Um, and he wanted a Buzz Lightyear toy, so he got given one for his birthday. Cool. Good idea. I don't think it would make sense, because Woody's kind of already got his backstory set up. Um, you could could explore it a bit more, but Woody's got his own backstory set up in terms of the Woody's Roundup, um, show. That was on which gets explored in Toy Story 2. So what you can't really do, you can't really do the same thing of because I, I couldn't really imagine like a Western thing where you've got a a human playing a, a a sheriff called Woody and he's doing like gunslinging and stuff. You couldn't really do any gunslinging with Woody because Woody never does that. Woody doesn't have a gun. Whereas it makes the the difference there makes sense with Buzz, right? Because Buzz at different points in Toy Story one and two and three and four. Um, he points his laser at things and he presses the buttons on his suit and he gets his wings out. He he is the kind of action... That action stuff is already there. So converting that stuff to this film, which again, I said I, I loved and played out really perfectly. I just... You can't really do like a... Uh, hey, here's a human person who's a sheriff who's a gunslinging guy called Woody 
because that also doesn't really add up. Because the, to me, the reason that Woody exists is because of the, the um, toy cartoon thing called Woody's Roundup, which we see glimpses of in Toy Story 2. So, you, you could, again, you could do a Woody's Roundup backstory thing, but you'd have to do it differently. Um, so, we'd have to see how that could play out, if that's something that Pixar want to do, which I hope it is. Um, that's most of the stuff. Uh, really enjoyed the characters. Really, really loved all of the character moments with Buzz. Um, thought that was great. I'm very happy to be sitting here talking about another Toy Story film and seeing another Toy Story film and going through that experience again. Again, bit of bit of a different experience because I'm not watching the toys. I'm watching the human versions of these people, or one of them at least. Um, thought Zerg was great as well. Um, that played out. About the same way I thought it was going to. There's some things to discuss there in the spoiler section. Uh, which I won't get into here. But man. Just just seeing. Cause I, I'll, I'll say this right. Got there slightly late. Uh, as I mentioned. Got there still just in time to see like pretty much everything. They did a short. Action scene with Zerg. And I was like no that can't be it. No that, no, that can't be it. And then they fully like kick that into gear, and I was like, "Yeah, this this is what this is this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted." It's almost like they tease you at first of like, "Hey, here's Buzz kind of running away a bit from Zerg," which you kind of see in the trailer anyway. And then there's like some other build-up scenes, and then they get to the full-on fight stuff, and I was like, "Yes, yes, this 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 is what I wanted. This is what I wanted." So. Good stuff. Anyway, that's pretty much all I got for the spoiler-free section. Uh, take a quick break. We'll do um, yeah, take a quick break, and then we'll get into spoiler the spoiler section afterwards. I'll give you one more warning when we're going to do that, but I'll see you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, time for the spoiler section. So if you've not seen Lightyear and you don't want me to tell you what happens in Lightyear um, or you don't want to find out, you're going to want to switch this podcast off now. You can pause it, mute it, press back, do whatever you need to do to switch the podcast off because I'm going to get into spoilers now. So go to your device that you're listening on and press pause or mute it or take it out of your earphones or whatever you need to do. Uh, What do I want to talk about first? What do I want to talk about first? Um, let's start off with... I don't know where to start, so I'll just pick a point. Um, let's start off with Zerg. So, Zerg is... Because even from the trailer, I couldn't really tell, like... Okay, is this just a big robot? Or is it a guy in a robot? It says that it's a guy in a robot. And it is an older version of Buzz Lightyear... Who's basically gone on a different path in life. He was sort of told off for... Um, the the mission and stuff, and he was like, you know, he had to go on the run and everything, and his timeline changed. They did some interesting stuff with time in this film as well. Um, I'd heard some people say that they thought this was like a terrible idea. The funny thing is with Zerg as a toy, uh, from the the toy that we know in Toy Story, that makes no difference to that toy whatsoever. You you could have kind of done, because I think there's a, there's a certain way you had to tell Buzz's story in this film. It doesn't really matter how you told Zerg's story here because, I mean, because Andy never buys Zerg. You see Zerg in Toy Story 2, um, and that gets explored that way. And, of course, you've got the iconic opening of Toy Story 2, which is where Rex is playing uh, a game version of Buzz Lightyear. And uh, he dies, and it caused me to cry as a five-year-old because I thought the Buzz Lightyear was dead. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, but I didn't mind that at all. Initially, I was like, oh, is it his dad or something? Because, of course, this version of Buzz Lightyear is a human and does have a dad. Of course, the toy that we know in t- from know and love from Toy Story doesn't because that's a toy version. But I, I didn't really mind what way they told that story. Honestly, all, all I wanted from the Zerg stuff, which I got in glorious fashion um was seeing again a human version of buzz a guy called buzz lightyear in a working human version of the same suit shooting lasers jumping around shooting a version of zerg who's got like a big gun kind of thing because of course in funny zerg's um gun version with the toy version shoots out is it like I think it's tennis balls at one point because he starts playing with the other version of uh, of Buzz in the film, um, but no because he shoots little like soft balls and stuff from the from the Toy Story two. And this obviously has a proper blaster because obviously it's a it's a different version. I loved all those scenes and as I'm kind of mentioned in the spoiler free section, um, they showed a bit of it. He kind of gets away and I was like, no, that can't be it. Like I'm happy with what you've just shown me. You're teasing me. <laughs> But uh, no, please give me more. Oh, they gave us so much more. And I was, it was glorious, and I was so so happy to see it. Um, my highlight moment of that, it, 
because it, it was almost a twist to me in a way because cause I wasn't quite thinking about Buzz's wings for some reason I just wasn't and he ejects himself out of that spaceship pulls out his wings or shoots out his wings or whatever he says not today Zerg and he shoots his blaster at Zerg perfect absolutely perfect and I didn't I didn't anticipate seeing that and what I'd for some reason for well not forgotten but didn't quite realise is again if you go back to the beginning of Toy Story 2 and of course it's the game version of him that version can fly around because the, the normal one that we know and love is the toy version who can glide he can't fly and for some reason I didn't think about okay this guy's in a spacesuit and he can probably fly for some reason that wasn't on my mind and then he gets out his wings and he starts doing and I was like this is just taking me back to Toy Story 2 and I'm I'm loving every little bit of this Oh, so good. Um, and there's a few little callbacks I kind of noticed as well because the yellow droids that we get in this film, uh, or robots or whatever, they're supposed to be the real, in quotes, version of... Because when, again, you go back to Toy Story 2, he lands on Zerg's planet. Um, those are those same robots. And I was like, wow, this is just taking me back to Toy Story 2 and this is this is absolutely glorious. I'm, I'm, I'm loving all this. And it just it brought me right back there, and I was like, I am watching a this is a real in terms of real you know, the human versions. I'm watching the human, you know, in real world version um, of this all play out. And you got Zerg there, and you got the planet rem- reminding me of the opening of Toy Story two. The same, the sort of the same kind of yellow robots and stuff. That was brilliant to see. Um, and again, just but just Buzz using like a real blaster to destroy these things and to fight against Zerg, and he's he's jumping around, and then he gets his wings out and he's flying and he's he's boosting all over the place. I loved it so much. It was so it was so so good to see that. That was exact when I mentioned in my preview podcast about seeing that kind of stuff. It just yeah, ma- massive massive payoff. Um, that was uh absolutely brilliant so i i really really loved seeing that um what's interesting about chris evans voice is there's tim allen in there because when i was listening to buzz talk it sounded almost the same but because there's a slight diff because i thought that i thought that there's the the human and toy distinction between tim allen and chris evans is perfect because it does literally sound this might not make sense but sound like a like a version that you'd attach to the human voice of Buzz, but it sounded. It's not like if you cast, um, who would be really, really different. Um, think of like a British. Like if you casted, like Jack Black or something, or who else would be really different? Like a Ben Affleck maybe. Or some somebody with like a different tone of voice. The, the tone was very very similar. And. As I was watching this film. I wasn't sort of like. Oh yeah that's Chris Evans. I was just like. Oh yeah that's Buzz Lightyear. Because um, I, I almost think if you. And biggest respects to Tim Allen. Of course I love him. You know brought to love Buzz, Light, Buzz Lightyear. I almost think if you if you did cast him in this film. 
of course it wouldn't wouldn't have been a mistake and it still would have worked but you wouldn't have got that kind of like feels like the same person is talking the same buzz like yeah but you got the human and toy distinction there uh, so i thought that was pretty much perfect um let's uh move on a little bit from that um talk about izzy and you've got Alicia as well. Uh, you've got Kiki Palmer as Izzy. And you've got Alicia as uh, U- Uzo. Um, yeah, like the way that story was told and everything. Of course, because Buzz is going through the hyperspace thing over and over and over again. Four years keep passing. Things keep happening. Um, Uzo gets older. Izzy eventually comes along. Um, and Izzy is the granddaughter as well. That's how much time. Not even the daughter, like the granddaughter. That's how much time had passed. Um, I'm just going to mention this. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Uh, obviously, a talking point of this is the on-screen um, uh, female-to-female lesbian kiss. And people, stupid people, lost their minds when they saw the male-to-male gay kiss in Eternals. Of course, you know, both produced by Disney. You've got Marvel Studios, you've got Pixar, but it's all under all under the um the roof of Disney, right? And people lost their minds over it and it was you know, whatever. Um Yeah. It it's it's a shame that especially during Pride Month, which we're in right now, because obviously Eternals didn't come Eternals came out in what, November. It's just uh, and, and this is this is I'm never gonna allow what what is being said about this film in terms of like oh you shouldn't take your kids to see this film because it's like shut up um like oh you shouldn't take your kids to see this because like oh there's a like honestly the the kiss in this film first of all I wasn't thinking about it or looking out for it because again my, my attention was on buzz it happens it happens so quickly um but of course there's the people out there that that hate that stuff and they're, they're idiots and they're horrible people and it's like really in a hour 40 minute film your the, the, your biggest talking point is oh there was a it, it's literally two seconds it's actually shorter than the Eternals kiss scene um it it happened like that um but you know I, I'll, I'll never allow those people to and I'm, I know I'm talking about it now. I'm talking about it because it's a talking point. Um, and Chris Evans has made... I, I do love what Chris Evans said about it as well. Of like, It shouldn't even be a conversation. It should just be a natural part of our lives. Of like... Yeah, there's two women that kiss on screen. But I, I, I want to end this little section here talking about this. I, I want to end it with a question. So those of you that are for some reason so bothered and thinking that you can't take your children because this film is for everybody. It's a Pixar film. It's a family-friendly film. It's for everybody. Uh, it's going to be people that enjoy it on different levels for different reasons. And if you have an opinion that you think this film is bad for different reasons, you're welcome to that opinion. But for those people out there that kind of like, oh, I can't take my kids to see this film, or you shouldn't take kids to see this film um, because there's two women that kiss. What are you going to do if you're walking through the street or walking somewhere and your child um, sees two real real women holding hands or hugging or kissing? Or, as I mentioned on the chat podcast before, if 
they go to school and they talk about their two mums or two dads. What, what are you going to say to your kids? Like, because um, your, your child might not, your child and you might not even have an interest in like, yeah, that's of course a different thing, but it's just so stupid. It's like, get over yourselves. Anyway, um, but for those of you who do have a problem with that, I don't really want you here. You can leave um, because there's more than enough nice people out there who will stick around and whatnot. So, Anyway, I probably spent too long on that, but there's there's some things to digest with that. But it's it's so pathetic that like this the scene happens so quickly. Um, not not in a bad way either, but because um, I, I as the character popped up and they're going through the because there's a little like segment, isn't there, where Bars goes through the thing over and over and over and over and over again. He keeps failing, and you keep cutting back to um, Uzo and. Um, Sorry, not Uzo. Alicia. Uzo is the actress's name. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, a- Alicia, and you got Izzy. Sorry, those are the two actual characters' names. For some reason, because it's got the a- actor's name and then the the characters. For some reason, I've read out the wrong thing. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah, Alicia and and Izzy. Um, as as you're going through the um, what would you call it? Not monologue. Montage, that's the word. You're going through the montage of, like, she's getting older, four years keep passing each time, and, you know, you're getting glimpses of uh, Alicia's life. Um, it was that, that was nicely paced as well, but that it was just a moment within that, really. Um, wasn't shoved in your face, wasn't forced down your throat, nothing like that. So, anyway. Uh, but no, both characters were brilliant. I would very much like to see... Uh, we couldn't... Well, I guess you could see Alicia if you did some timey-wimey stuff, but... Um, Obviously, the focus is Izzy. Um, and by the way, it's good to see Kiki Palmer again. Well, here, Kiki Palmer. I remember when I did my Scream three, Scream Season 3 review, the mini-reboot thing, and I was like, yeah, Kiki looks like she's standing out, and she's going to hopefully do some big things. Well, what bigger stage is there to be on than, you know, the Disney stage, I suppose. Um, so, uh, good, good on her. I'm hoping to see her in more stuff as well. Um, which, by the way, that brings me on to my, my next part. Of terms of seeing more. We're, we're getting a light year too, right? Right? Um, because. Now here's where I'm a bit confused on, on things. I read before I saw this film. That there was three post credit scenes. I didn't hear about what they were. I just. I think some IGN or something posted like. Hey stick around for, for the three post credit scenes. There was like a, few, there was like a few different publications. That said hey hey, Lightyear is this and that. You know gave their opinion. And they said there's three post credit scenes. I was like oh that's quite a few. Um, What are those supposed to be? Because someone mentioned. And again I was looking at a bit of chat on Twitter. About this film. Someone mentioned that there's a poster of Andy in a theatre. I think that was at the start that I missed. Um, Because how I would take... Because one of the post-credit scenes, the very last one after the long credits, is the one with the robot giving the directions. You have the other one, which is the sergeant person um, who disagreed with Lightyear. And a bug tries to... Attack the window and it gets zapped. And then there's a small little nugget of a thing. Which is right next to that scene. Which is like a, almost like a silhouette thing. Camera pan, pans around Buzz's suit. And on the back it says 02 
Lightyear to hint at a Lightyear 2 because of course the last scene of the film is Buzz and you know the rest of the group Mo, um, Izzy, Socks, Darby yeah those ones um, getting into a new like they're all in their new suits and stuff um, getting into a new spaceship and going off for a mission and as soon as that happened and of course the spaceship flies towards the uh, screen and you cut to black there Lightyear 2 is probably going to be about that again give that to me very very happy to have that um, that makes sense um, yeah but I'd heard about 3 so was I supposed to be the 3 which was a brief glimpse of Lightyear's back saying Lightyear 2 then the scene with the sergeant guy in charge the bug, get, bug getting zapped and then the other one which was uh, the robot giving directions. Um, so I was looking on Twitter and someone said, like, hey, I don't mind, can you spoil, like, okay, what are the post-credit scenes? Is one of them Andy? And they said, no, but there's a poster of Andy in a theatre. I didn't see that. So I'm not sure. Because one of the things I kept hearing about this film is literally the first thing that you see is, like, hey, in 1995, Andy saw... Andy saw... Um, this film that you're watching, or whatever, he he saw a film that um, made him want to get the Buzz Lightyear toy, and then it says this is this film because I've seen a I've seen a picture of that going around. It's Andy holding Buzz Lightyear as the sort of the younger version of him, um, and it says that text, and then in the next screenshot it said this is that film, and it had a picture of the human version of Buzz Lightyear, but I didn't. I, again, I said, like I said, I was a, a tad late to this film. Um, that's cool if that was there. Um, so on, on Andy, because I did do a prediction in my preview, and I said I think Andy's going to be in this film. If that's the case, he technically is, but he's he, not not in the same way that I was thinking he's going to be. Because uh, everybody was anticipating, and I, I was anticipating the same thing. Of are we going to see a scene? Um, where the film that you you're, you finish watching the film, the credits come up, and as the credits come up, we get a scene in a cinema or theatre, whatever, of Andy sitting down and he's just finished watching the same film that you're watching because you do get told this is the film that Andy saw. You're you're watching the same film that Andy saw, which is awesome. Um, it's so interesting to me as well that like because that's supposed to be the idea, right? You go back to 1995, I watched Toy Story as a very young kid, um, or child basically, and I watched the film and I wanted a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody. You fast forward all the way to 2022, all four Toy Story films have come out, those stories have been told, and we then watch a film that Andy saw that made him want to get the same toy that I ended up with, or that we all ended up with, of course I ended up with, um, that's awesome, that's really, really awesome, so basically me, well, all, all of you that watched the film, and that those of you that like fell in love with Toy Story and got the toys, me, those of you that did it, and Andy all went through the same experience, in a bit of a different way, we, we didn't see Lightyear when we were younger, and then want to get, because um, we saw the film that he exists in, um, 
but that, that that's how I like love to relate to Toy Story so much as well because even you go back to Toy Story one, um, and he's like playing with these toys and he's got you know the the kid's imagination and you know, your imagination's whatever it is when you're a child. Um, that was me when I was a child, you know, playing with those toys, playing with uh, Buzz and Woody and that sort of stuff, and you, you imagine your own story in your head, and, you know, you do what you do, uh, which is really, really cool, so, uh, anyway, um, let's move on from that, um, there was something else I was going to mention, what was it, um, mentioned about Lightyear 2, mentioned about Zerg, because I'm trying to think of the things that I said, hey, I have more to say on that, but I'll bring it to the spoiler section. The two things I remember is me talking about a light year two, or me saying about like more time with these characters. I do think we'll get a light year two, which is interesting because I went into this film and had a bit of a sad thought of like, what if this is the last film, the last Toy Story related film that comes out that I see in the cinema, which I don't want it to be. Uh, of course, you can still do content over on Disney Plus. There's, there's no issue with that at all. Um, you've had the lamp life thing. You've had the uh, Forky asked the question. You had all those things as well. Um, I I kind of I thought I I was thinking to myself in more of a realistic way of like okay, be prepared that this might be the last Toy Story film, Toy Story related film that you see. Because I I I was walking into the cinema thinking that, but um. There's there's a lot of theories going around already that I've seen of like what if Pixar is trying to turn this into a like Toy Story cinematic universe. I'll take it. I'll I'll, I'll take whatever you're gonna give me in terms of Toy Story. Um, because I I don't think Pixar's gonna come out with bad ideas. Um, again, you can do Woody's Roundup thing. You do like Year Two. You could do do Toy Story Five. There's still so many things that you can do. Um. Because there's, there's two questions we still don't kind of know about, right? Is what happened to Andy's dad? We still don't know anything about that. Anything about him. And, okay, we now have the answer to what was it about Buzz Lightyear that made Andy want that toy? We don't really know what made him want a Woody toy. We don't really know that. We don't get those answers in. We, we get the backstory thing in Toy Story 2 about Woody's Roundup. But now we know, okay, so now we know, you know, he saw this film as a kid, he wanted the Buzz Lightyear. It's, it's the same way that in, you know, our real world, we see the Marvel films, we want the Spider-Man toys, or we see a Batman uh, film and we want the Batman toys. It's kind of the same thing, right? Um, and those are all human versions of those characters, and we buy the toy versions of those characters, which is the same thing that's happened here. Um, but yeah, I, like... Because I've kind of been thinking for a while, like, okay, Toy Story 4, Lightyear film, spin-off, are, are they getting to the end? Of, is is Pixar going to feel like they need to move on? Um, so, yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting because Pixar, apart from a few sequels we've had, of course Toy Story has had the most sequels. Are they going to do this whole... Because Toy Story, Toy Story already has been going on for 20... Is it 27 years? Because I'm 28. I was born in 94. You minus that of a year. Yeah, 20, 27, 20, 27 years Toy Story has been going on. It's already a long time. Um, They've not done that with any of their other f- 
franchises. I mean, the biggest other gap I can think of is Incredibles 1 to 2, which I think is 14 years. But yeah, if you can keep this going, keep just... I, I, I'm sure I'll love everything they come up with Pixar. So, anyway. Uh, is there anything else I need to mention for the spoiler section here in terms of actual events of this film? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't really have any, like, plot problems. I don't really have any character problems. Again, with the other characters, with Mo and with uh, Darby and with Izzy and, you know, some of the others. It was just simply a case of, I don't know about these characters. I, I already know I already know Buzz Lightyear, right? And this is, like, the human version of Buzz Lightyear. Same mannerisms, that kind of stuff. So it's a case of me getting used to new Toy Story characters. Um... And th- th- there was a few moments of like, okay, these characters are kind of doing what they're doing, and that that's fine. But I-, I was I was never sort of like, get these characters off the screen, you know? Because again, I don't feel like they distract from Buzz Lightyear, you know? Um, so that was really really good. I think that's what I've got. I think that's all I've got. Um, again, if if I missed anything, um, if you if those of you who've seen the the very very start of this film, let me know. You know what that sort of picture was like of of Andy. What was it that they showed? I'll probably find out later uh, down the line. But if I've missed anything, any particular moments that you feel like I missed, I need to talk about. Um, let me know. What do you think of this film? What do you think of like more potential Pixar? Uh, Toy Story content from Pixar. Uh, again, I'm all in. I love this franchise so much. I don't ever, I don't, I don't ever want this franchise to go away. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll live for. I, I don't, I don't mean that in like a bad way, but you know, um, we, we we never know, right? But um, for as long as I am alive, I want Toy Story content. I know that might seem ridiculous because I'm only 28, but um. Just, just, just keep it going. Just keep it going. I'll, 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 I'll tell Pixar when to, <laughs> if they have any to stop. Um, but no, there's, there's still so many things you could do with this franchise. I, I think definitely. Um, just, just keep giving it to me. Um, I, I do think we're gonna get a light year too though. But anyway, th- those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you want to give, uh, whatever you want to write in. Sorry. Let me know, methodentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes. Uh, I suppose the other thing, the other, the other plot line, the other thing I've just thought about, I did like, because um, Izzy gets a bit of focus in terms of um, her uh, fear of like space and stuff. Um, which again, Buzz kind of points out of like, okay, you shouldn't really have that as an issue necessarily if you want to be a space ranger, but she deals with it in her own way. I did really like the scene where, because Zerg is kind of fighting with Buzz, and she is with Socks, and Socks says to her, like, hey, just just jump straight ahead, and of course the um, controls of the spaceship get, you know, moved, and the, the, the spaceship moves, and Socks almost gets sent into outer space. Uh, but she recovers and everything. Uh, Izzy recovers with with socks and everything. I thought that was handled really well. Um, I am I almost I almost are glad that was in there. It gave something for Izzy apart from obviously her storyline with her mum, Alicia and everything. Um, it it gave the character her own kind of thing, right? Because sure, she's got her story with her mom, her grandmother and everything. That was really really good and emotional and everything. 
Um, but they go for her own thing as well. Uh, something which was away from her grandmother, away from bars, her own kind of thing to deal with. And I do like how Socks was uh, supportive as well. So, there we go. Um, I'd almost be curious of, like, what would an interaction between, like, Forky and Socks be like? Um, and the funny thing about Socks is... I was kind of looking at Socks and I was thinking... Like, what would the toy version of Socks be like? Because if you take any of these other Space Rangers, you just do the same thing you did with Buzz Lightyear, right? Um, you make the same, you make the exact same type type of toy, but you take Buzz away and you put somebody else in the suit. So that's pretty straightforward. Because um, we do have, like, you know, those, um, like, small animal things that you can buy that, like, speak and stuff, and you put batteries in them and whatever... Maybe it would work like that, I suppose. Um, I mean, you can actually go and buy the toy version of Socks, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably gonna get that, and because I'm probably gonna get Socks, and I'm probably gonna get, um, I'm gonna get Socks. <laughs> yeah, the toy of Socks, obviously. Uh, and I'm gonna probably get a um, the the human Space Ranger version of of Buzz Lightyear because you know I want to keep collecting these these toys. So. Yeah, that was all good. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, finished talking here. I've said what I needed to say. I love this film. Um, I love this franchise. I want to keep getting more and more of it. I got emotional in the ways that I wanted to, the ways that I thought I was going to. Um, but my my the the thing I did genuinely the most enjoy was seeing seeing those things from Buzz, those action scenes, the mannerisms, the hey Buzz like you the Star Command and. Um, him, him in those action scenes—that was so good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to at least watch those scenes again because uh, those were so good. Uh, I'm sure this will be on Disney Plus in like two months or something. So we shall see. Anyway, that's it from me for now for Toy Story. Um, hopefully not for the last time. Uh, hopefully I get to talk about this franchise again and and see more things from it. Um, but we shall see. Anyway, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org for our TV, games, films, and main night podcast. Take a look out for all of that. Uh, you can also, uh, what else can you do? Um, yeah, EntertainmentTalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast. If you want to support Entertainment Talk, support more of what we're doing here, you can, of course, listen to more episodes on the places I've just mentioned. You can also tell other people about what we're doing um, by just telling them or by using the social media. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, you can also, of course, use our uh, subs- uh, Follow us, support us on Patreon, one dollar, three dollar level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for all of that, um, you can uh, that's how you can support Entertainment Talk. You can also, uh, if you want your TV and your film news, uh, so air dates, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, casting news, trailers, all that kind of stuff. David's got you covered over on GeekTown.co.uk and GeekTown Radio. Uh, so for TV and your film news, Geek Town Radio comes out on Tuesdays. If you want some fun content over on Twitch, uh, Bexit's got you covered. Trista, um, B-Y-T-E-S, over on Twitch, go and support Bex over there. You can also follow me as well on Twitch at eTalkUK for my different gaming streams. Um, so check out all of that as well. And if you miss any of those streams, or the FIFA Grim Mode episodes, or the game clips, there's all that kind of stuff, all archived and up to date over on our YouTube channel, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening to Infinity and beyond, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.